Could you be kidnapped without someone laying a finger on you or pointing a gun at you? Would you believe someone who told you they worked for MI5? Well, IFC just released a movie in theaters and on AMC Plus here in the United States with just this situation. Hi, this is Tom from SpyMovieNavigator.com. We've seen rogue agents in a large number of spy movies, so what's up with this one? Well, in last month's Spy Movie News episode, we told you about the movie Rogue Agent and its tagline, the chilling true story of conman Robert Freegard, who posed as an undercover MI5 agent kidnapping countless victims amidst a high-stakes manhunt until the woman who fell for him brought him to justice. Well, it's just been released, so join us as we're cracking the code of this new spy movie, Rogue Agent. As usual, this will be a no-spoiler quickfire to let you know if watching Rogue Agent is worth your time. We're not going to go into all the details of the movie, but we're going to talk about does it make sense for you to watch. And it was funny because this movie challenged our comments from the review we just did of the Netflix movie Carter. In that one, we talked about the fact that Carter was all action and not much story. So we could be asked this. Well, Tom, you told us in your review of Carter that you wanted to see some spy movies that weren't all about the action, the fights, the chases, and the explosions. What's up with Rogue Agent? Well... This is exactly what Rogue Agent delivers. There are none of the action sequences we see in most spy movies lately, and this movie focuses on the story, which is refreshing. So did we like this no-action movie? Yes, we did, although we do have a few caveats that we're going to talk about a little bit later. Let's start by saying that given the lack of action sequences, we think that if you have AMC+, stream it there. You don't need to go to the theater. We don't think this movie needs to be watched on a big screen, and apparently others don't either, because once again, I was the only person in that movie theater. That said, if you don't have AMC+, it's fine in the theater, it just doesn't take advantage of the bigness that a theater can deliver. What is chilling is that this movie is a dramatization of the real case of Robert Freegard, who we mentioned earlier in the tagline for the movie. The stuff in this movie depicts real-life scenarios of one of history's biggest con men and manipulators. Now, this story is pretty well known, and Netflix had a documentary on the case earlier this year called The Puppet Master, Hunting the Ultimate Con Man. So keeping our discussion spoiler-free would be kind of tough if you saw that Netflix show. You understand what happens and how it ends. However, as we said earlier, Rogue Agent is a dramatization, not a documentary. So unlike the Netflix show, this movie lets you see some major psychological manipulation in action. James Norton stars as Robert Freegard, and the women in the movie are based on real women, but none of the characters is 100% based on one specific character. Mostly they're amalgamations of the key people in the case. Now we do have to say, James Norton does an excellent job playing Freeguard. Freeguard is both charming and a total, well, I guess I'd have to bleep it out if I called him what I really think. Let's just say he's a full-on jerk. And Norton lets us see the different facets of this complex character, going from charming to a nasty guy very, very well. So James Norton plays the main male character. There are some other male characters, but he's the main one. So let's move on to the female characters. And we don't want to say the real names of these victims, although the Netflix series does. In the movie Rogue Agent, the real names aren't used except for free guards. Gemma Arterton plays a character called Alice Archer. Alice is based mainly on one of the women in the real situation, but has some other characteristics of some of the other women weaved in. Alice is a lawyer, as is the victim who she's mainly modeled after. Anyway, we're a fan of Arterton, and we have been since we first saw her as Agent Strawberry Fields in the James Bond movie Quantum of Solace. And she was also Alice Creed in The Disappearance of Alice Creed. Now, Strawberry Fields didn't have much character depth, although Arterton played her well. 
She had a much stronger character in The Disappearance of Alex Creed. And last year, she played Polly in The Kingsman. And well, here in Rogue Agent, her character is fascinating. Alice is smart. She's playful. She's careful in some things and careless in others. And Arterton handles this role very well. Another actress we'd like to call out is Marissa Abela, who plays Sophie Jones. Again, much of her character is based on a real-life woman, but parts of others have been added to her role. We weren't familiar with Abela as she's known mostly for the TV series Cobra and Industry, neither of which we've seen. Anyway, Sophie is a very complex young woman. She gets into some really tough situations, and she has many sides to her personalities that come out as her situation changes during the course of the movie. And Abela brings these changes out very, very well. The last characters we want to mention are played by Simon Chandler, who plays Paul Jones, and Melissa Collier, who plays Jill Jones, Paul's wife. They're Sophie's parents, and I'm not sure of Melissa Collier's age, but she sure looks like she could be Sophie's sister or mother. It's tough to watch these parents struggle dealing with what happens to Sophie. They don't know everything, but we feel for them, and their roles make us think, if you're a parent, what would you do if your adult child fell under Free Guard's charms? Okay, so this is a well-acted movie, so let's talk about one of our favorite topics here at Spy Movie Navigator. What influences from real life or other movies find their way into Rogue Agent? Well, besides the obvious, this movie is based on a real-world situation, so there's definitely some real-world influences here, but there don't seem to be very many callbacks to other spy movies. Now, there's one thing that is definitely real-world in this movie, and it's the use of something called Long Player. Now, if you don't know what that is, it's a musical composition that was written to play without repetition for 1,000 years. It does this on a series of bells, and it's housed at the lighthouse at Trinity Boy Wharf in London, which you can go visit. It's kind of cool. They go into this place, the bells are going, and you get to hear them, and you get to see the lighthouse. It was very nicely done. And again, we like it when there's filming locations you can go to. We also think Long Player is pretty cool. You can stream Long Player from the website longplayer.org, and you can think of it as something that goes on forever and never stops, which happens to be a very important message for this movie. We think it was a fantastic use of that technology, the Long Player technology, to help set up the story well. Now, another thing in Rogue Agent that comes out of the real world is a play on words they made in the movie. In the real world situation with Freeguard, one of his victims has the last name of Hendy. And Freeguard would sometimes use this as his last name, keeping his name Robert. He's now since changed it to David. But he would sometimes use the name Robert Hendy or Robert Hendy Freeguard. In the movie, however, they changed Hendy to Hanson, and he would sometimes go by the name Robert Hanson. Okay, any spy movie fan is likely to know that name, Robert Hanson. He was a real-world FBI agent who was caught being a double agent who sold the Soviets and Russians many classified documents. He has something like 15 or 16 consecutive life sentences against him. He's not getting out of jail during the course of his life. If you want to see a great dramatization of the real Robert Hansen story, check out the excellent 2007 movie Breach, which stars Chris Cooper as Hansen and Ryan Felipe as FBI agent Eric O'Neill. It's a dramatization. It's not 100% accurate, but it gives you a good look at who this Robert Hansen guy was. Remember, it's the 2007 movie with Chris Cooper and Ryan Felipe. There are other movies titled Breach out there. There were also some nice historical touches in Rogue Agent, which weren't too hard to do given that the main part of the story happens only in the late 90s. 
The Nokia phone they showed was from the 90s, and we'd have to see the movie again to get the model right, but we think it was either the 3110 or the 6110 model. I could be wrong on that. Again, we need to see it again, but it looked like that. I had a 6110, so this, it looked very familiar to me. Anyway, it was a phone that mentally brought us right back to the late 90s. And the cars, the clothing, the music, they were all very accurate to the late 90s. They did a good job making this a period piece. Now, our biggest issue about the movie is how things come to a head. Now, we don't know in real life how long it took for the climax to happen. And it may have happened very, very quickly. In the movie, it does happen very quickly, and it surprised us. We would have liked to have seen a little more background on how it happened. Although, if it happened like it was in the movie... Well, it might have happened quickly. Rogue Agent has received some widely diverse reviews. Like the movie Carter, you're probably either going to love it or hate it. And that's due in part to the fact that there were no action scenes. Unlike Carter, which was all action scenes. So if you hear about this movie being a spy movie and you didn't listen to this podcast episode, you might think you were going to a traditional spy movie. Well, it is and it isn't. As we said at the beginning of this episode, Freeguard posed as an undercover MI5 agent. And Alice Archer isn't associated with any intelligence agency. Well, we, we guess that in the end, an agency does get involved. We think this movie is more of a psychological thriller than what we would traditionally call a spy movie. In fact, at one point, relatively early on in the movie, we thought, hey, this is a romance movie, not a spy movie, until it wasn't. So if you go to the movies wanting to see chases, explosions, fights, and stunts, this is the wrong movie for you. If you want more story than action, this movie is a good watch. It is disturbing to see some of the things that Freeguard does. So, we want to ask you, when you watch Rogue Agent, will you think, I'd never let that happen to me? Or as we asked earlier, if you're a parent, what would you do if your adult child fell under Freeguard's charms? To us, these are two big questions that would probably make us struggle to deal with especially when you see how the events unfold. So that's a wrap of our no-spoiler review of Rogue Agent. It's not a movie for everyone, but we think it's a good psychological thriller, especially if you don't know the ending already. We're just not sure it's a spy movie. This has been Tom from SpyMovieNavigator.com. Thank you for joining us for our no-spoiler look at the movie Rogue Agent. Please subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast app, and on our YouTube channel. Both are called Cracking the Code of Spy Movies. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, too. Tell a friend about our show. Thanks for listening. We appreciate it.